Welcome to CooperCast, Go Ask Al, episode 24. This is your host, Al's clarinet, John Sachs. We answer listener questions about whether Al still plays live, his favorite person ever to work with, Mike Bloomfield, and what Al feels was his greatest musical achievement. Nilly the Dog was not available because Nilly was off working on a new sitcom, For and By Dogs, so the comments after each of Al's answers were done by the neighborhood cats. Here's a question from Kip. Hey, Al, any chance you will perform again in the San Francisco Bay Area? You have been one of my favorite musicians since 1967. I saw you a few years ago at the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley and 19 Broadway in Fairfax. Also enjoyed reading your book. Appreciate very much your music and your great stories. Thanks for, thanks for all that all these years. I am... Uh physically retired from performing. Um, not allowed. Doctors say no. Plus, I also cannot travel. Mm. So even if I could play, it would only be locally. Mm. So I hope that answers your question. This is from Holly Wee. He says, there are two questions I would like to ask you, Mr. Cooper. Number one, who was your favorite person or group to work with? Probably Mike Bloomfield, because I, I, I loved his playing so much. And when I got to know him, I, I uh, just, we had so much in common mm. that it, it was a great thing. There, there were times when I would fly to uh, Mill Valley and, San Francisco where he lived and just spend like three or four days with him, you know, with no project or or maybe not even playing a note and just talking because we got along so well. And it, it, it hurt me deeply when he died. Must have. I can't imagine. Because, you know, he was almost the best friend except we weren't geographically close enough to be best friends. Right. But um, he he changed my life in a lot of ways, and uh, he meant a lot to me, and I, I really enjoyed his company. Well, there you go, Jack. And I actually put out a, a four-CD right. box set of uh, all the stuff I was able to assimilate from his career. Yeah. You know, I don't have that. I should go get that. It's still out because I saw it in some uh, record magazine. Hmm. His question, Jack's question number two. What do you think is your greatest, most enduring achievement in music? Well, I guess um, Blonde on Blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had a lot to do with Blonde on Blonde. Because that, that has... Uh, lasted so long mm. on on a day-to-day basis uh, and uh, and I did have a good time doing it and it was a completely different experience for me because A, I had never been to Nashville mm. and B, I had never played with those musicians and I spent uh, two to three weeks um, you know, being there and working with them and they were just stellar people. 
So it was a, a, a wonderful experience all around. It, it was very hard work. Also, I, I roomed with uh, Robbie Robertson, and uh, I don't think that, you know the the band had become big yet. Right. And uh, and you know we'd come back at like four, five, six in the morning, mm. and we'd be exhausted. Right. But we just would laugh for at least an hour and a half before we would fall asleep. So that was a, a, a very wonderful thing. I tried to call him about two or three years ago mm. uh, through his manager's office, and they they wouldn't even talk to me. Really? Yeah, so I gave up. Well, by the way, for those of you who haven't heard it, there's two or three or four episodes specifically about uh, blonde on blonde and Alice experience and just to, in a simple summary by and large what took place there was that Dylan taught to the day's songs to Al and Al taught them to the Nashville band so his his participation in blonde on blonde widely considered to be Dylan's greatest effort Al's participation was very very significant so I had fun I can't imagine. You, I remember something when we talked about that. You telling me that at one point you're sitting there or standing there or whatever in the studio and you're thinking to yourself, this is a really big thing. I'm really involved in a really great musical thing and telling yourself to calm down and just don't let the moment overtake you and just do your job. No, by then I was professional enough to, you know, handle myself. And I had also spent... Uh, a bunch of time with with Dylan, so yeah. But you knew that Blonde and Blonde was not just another record. I I felt that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now this is from Jeffrey, and he says, "Do you think Dylan really found Jesus, or did he just decide to write in a gospel style as a as a musical thing?" But you were toured with him on a Jesus tour. Yeah. Was he? Pretty religious, Christiany, with that tour. Not, not between the two of us. Mm. I think people, when they write to you, they want to show off how creative they can be, and that's why some of these emails are like indecipherable. Well, uh, I just want to point out here on our show. Yes. That, um, you know, we're just a couple of guys. We. <laughs> What do we know? This has been CooperCast, Go Ask Al, episode 24, brought to you by Nashville Knights. And you could submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.